welcome to episode 7 of the Nintendo Jump Podcast. We are a weekly discussion podcast created for Nintendo gamers by Nintendo gamers. It's the week of August 6, 2018. This is Kevin. That's right, I'm back. Uh, back from my business trip. And with that being said, today I am joined by Daryl. Hey, what's up everyone? And Sergio. Hello everybody. Oh yeah, we got episode 7. Uh, what do you guys think about 7? Seven? 7th Heaven? <laughs> I'm just glad to be here, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I couldn't think of any seven puns. You weren't knock, knock, knocking on seven's door. Oh, <laughs> lucky seven. Oh, that's right. No, that's actually a good one. Um, or both of them, actually. <laughs> I like theirs. You like theirs? Okay. All right. Well, you know, we'll we'll have them win this time. With that being said. We got a great show for you guys today. We're going to discuss a couple things. As you all know, or if you haven't known, Nintendo released a Direct this morning about Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. Yeah, pretty cool. Um, and you will know why later on. And in the second half, we will be talking about potential game series that would have the sort of Ultimate Edition kind of game. And we'll be discussing, you know, maybe there's other games that can have the ultimate label and be the, the compilation of, of games into a game that will be the best edition for that series. So with that being said, we're going to start with Smash. And Daryl, would you like to start us off? Oh, would I? <laughs> so just to get started, I want to say the night before the Direct, actually, there was a, a big leak, kind of a, a whoopsie that... Nintendo actually themselves put out. Oh, wow. <laughs> they they mislabeled a music track on YouTube. It was actually the the Galaga remix music, but they mislabeled it the Bloody Tears, uh, which is a, <laughs> a, a well known uh, Castlevania song. So as mm. of as of last night, people started freaking out. Oh, hey, Castlevania Simon Belmont, it's happening! You know this is, you know Simon Belmont, the protagonist of the early Castlevania series, has been kind of a uh, I want to say kind of an often requested, but maybe less so than you know the Ridleys and and even Snakes and returning characters that. But right, Simon is always kind of in that conversation of you know what if, mm-hmm. and I really liked the fact that I I kind of thought as of last night, oh man, you know I'm still gonna go into this with with good expectations, but you know what if they spoiled the the big thing about this direct and and then it's just a, underwhelming. No, not at all. Like <laughs> they they actually kicked off the direct with the reveal, which was awesome, by the way. Um, rest in peace, Luigi. By the way, yeah. That's, <laughs> I I don't I don't know what how to how to feel about that, but uh, no, the reveal was awesome. Um, uh, Simon and then uh, Richter, who's his Echo character, they both look fantastic. Uh, kind of a new kind of a new idea on a Smash character. While it's it's kind of these existing concepts, but it's all in one character with. You know this really long reach whip and, and right. these items. He looks like a really fun character to play. So, you know, I'm I'm all on board. So that's that's how they kicked it off. That's I thought it was a very good start. Uh, Sergio, what do you think about it? Oh yeah, definitely. You know, um, I heard that there was a leak, like you said, uh, the night before the direct, but I managed to not read into it. Uh, you know, I wanted to go, but honestly, I had like no expectations. I wasn't expecting any new characters. It, particularly because Sakurai said, you know, that's not really 
the focus of Ultimate. We just want to bring everything existing. We're going to have a couple new characters, but don't expect too much. And I think they delivered too much today, so can't really trust Nintendo and Sakurai especially. Oh, goodness, yeah. Yeah. It, it's great. And, you know, for for me as a Castlevania fan, I think it's awesome that we get both Simon and Richter or in the, the fold. And, I mean, just having... For Castlevania, I feel like it's been, you know, a franchise that has prominently, you know, been in the Nintendoscape since, you know, the, the late 80s. And <laughs> for me, I did not look at... I tried not to look at any news last night. I was just like, okay, this was direct. That's it. Right. <laughs> I'm not going to read into it. Yeah. And plus, you know, I was just... I was pretty tired. I was like, ah, yeah, whatever. I'll, hopefully it'll be great tomorrow or today. And boom, it was <laughs> much better than I expected. And yeah, you know, just the details on the characters too. And man, and, the, and all the stages and, and like all the stats of the music, uh, all the soundtracks, it's like over 900. That's crazy. Yeah, specifically on the, the Castlevania stage, I was I was talking to a couple of buddies kind of during the direct and I said we were just guessing what kind of stage would come. And, you know, I'm I'm a former tournament smasher. I'm, I'm actually, you know, I, I still play that kind of level so I, i'm you know i've i've drunk the kool-aid of the the fox only final destination no items <laughs> thing but it's not mm. true it, it, it's a little true but <laughs> when i went yeah. into that stage i was like you know what'd be awesome is if they just had an all the hazards stage you know bring out the giant frankenstein monsters and medusa heads and and mummies and things that that would be pretty cool and yeah it turns out nailed that one and, and it does look really nice like i actually like the way they they did it because you know, and this is this is a note. I don't I don't know if, how many uh, real competitive smashers we have listening to us or anything like that. Uh, if you are one, play with hazards and items once in a while. It's it's good for you. I promise. Smash is a very fun game in on multiple levels, and I think it's meant to be enjoyed on multiple levels. Uh, so I just I love seeing certain kind of silly stages like this. Like uh, Cloud stage from Wii U was fantastic you know, with characters splitting the stage in two and things like oh, that. Right. It was, you know, it's, I, th- I think it's a good thing. And I, I really like seeing this kind of thing that it's a little bit of random nonsense, but it's cool random nonsense. And it's kind of a great mm-hmm. homage to uh, the Castlevania series. So I was pretty happy about it. And, and yeah, and on, and just to add on that, you know, it, it is actually, and that's really good advice coming from, you know, you as a, a tournament smash player, it's always good to play, you know, casual mode once in a while and have all the items. You know, I always like to have the hammer and and just be able to, like, you know, bomb someone and you know, go out of stage. And, I mean, you know, with, with this sort of game, having those kind of options is is better. Uh, you know, and, there's all, and they also have, you know, options such as, you know, being able to play with stamina where you can actually play with HP instead of percentage. And, yeah, and just... I think just having the variety of stages, uh, different, you know, whether it's Final Destination mode or was it Omega, Omega mode, and you know, it's, it's just, oh goodness, it, it's really hard to contain the hype for this game without like <laughs> just screaming your lungs out. And I'm, I'm sure you guys understand the feeling, but oh, I can't. <laughs> no, that's that's absolutely correct. And so I wasn't like going in. You know, I, I saw some rumors about Simon and, and things. I wasn't all that hyped about him as a character. I'm not extremely tied to the Castlevania series, although I've uh, played a few of them. And that's kind of a that's kind of a statement that I see echoed by a few mm-hmm. people. But still, right. 
he's a new character. He's a new third party. Right, and you know, I, I agree. I like Castlevania. I played a couple of the games, and you know, it's it's fair to say that most of the better Castlevanias are on the Nintendo side. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I don't want to play Dev- Devil's Advocate, but I just don't see... I ask myself why, you know, why a Castlevania rep? Mostly because the series is not very active right now. You know, it's been a while since we got, first of all, a Castlevania game, second of all, on a Nintendo system. Mm-hmm. I am hopeful, however, that this could be the start, you know, either some remakes of previous Castlevania games or some new ones exclusive on the Switch. Who knows? But I don't know. I, I just wonder, like, who else could have been, instead of Simon, that, that would be a little more in tune with Smash or a little more representative of or third parties, like maybe Rayman or Bomberman or... If we wanted something more mature like Castlevania, maybe somebody from Resident Evil. I'm not saying I I didn't want Simon. I just don't know if it was the best choice. But, you know, we'll find out. And and like I said, if it's the start of Castlevania coming back, then I'm all for it. And and you know what? Just I can see where you're coming from with that, especially since it just came out in left field. But I'm going to tell you this, uh, just to counteract. I'm going to respectfully counteract with... with what you're saying, I, I think that it's a great addition because, you know, with Castlevania, the nature of the characters, you know, they use the whips, they use, you know, the knives and all these sort of magic spells and all that. I feel like the the foundation of what the characters represent and how they live their lives and fight, I, th- I feel like in a fighting game would be more tuned in a Smash game. So I think it's... In that sense, I think it's a good addition. Um, I, I could see why it's a surprise. You know, Rayman would have been a good addition, uh, and Bomberman as well. But I think with, as you've mentioned, how you know Castlevania has been more, you know, prominent in the Nintendo platform for a good period of time. I, I believe that this is a great move, and it's only going to uh, help the game. So that's just my stance on it. Right. So. Yeah, it kind of. It struck me as a character that they added because of the move set he could have, and I'm right. I'm completely right. okay with that because it looks like he has a cool move set, right? Right. So, like, legitimately, I can I can have fun with a character that I'm not all that tied to, if he's fun to play. And this in this case, you know, I'm I'm on board. Um. So right after the the Castlevania, <clears throat> uh, Simon Belmont reveal, it seemed like very very shortly after that they actually re- introduced two other new echo fighters which is right. one mm-hmm. thing that i was kind of hoping for the build from this game they specifically made this category for echo fighters being you know kind of clonish characters right. of existing right. fighters so mm-hmm. i i hoped that with that category they'd have a ton of them and right. hey so far so good so uh they actually announced crom from fire emblem who <laughs> was famously snubbed for the last game <laughs> Um, <laughs> right and yes. Dark Samus actually, who a lot of people have have been asking for and, yes. and kind of hyped about for a while. So, you know, it seems like almost overnight the Metroid series has gone from two representatives in Smash, both of which were Samus, uh, to four, <laughs> and I think that's a cool thing. I, I think that's that's where it should be. Right, I think Dark Samus should have been in the game from a while ago, honestly. So mm. this mm-hmm. was sort of expected and very nice, definitely good representation of metroid hopefully a sign of things to come for the series and like you said crumb you know another fire emblem character but you know they, they make them work they're nice yeah and you know for crumb i know that from nintendo mint uh krista is very very fond of crumb so 
you know, shout out to Crystal from Nintendo Minute. I do watch the shows with uh, Kit. Uh, it's a pretty, pretty awesome show where they, <laughs> I, I don't know if you guys watch it, but it's a pretty, you know, good show where what's on YouTube and, you know, they're able to, you know, just talk about Nintendo games. They play with the, the upcoming games and all that. So it's a pretty good, uh, spiel of what's going on with Nintendo and a nice demo of the games that are coming out. So, uh, with that being said, I, I believe there was another character, another character that came to the fold, uh, right which we thought was the very end of the video, but there was another scene, and um, I'm sure you guys know who I'm talking about. <laughs> I I thought you were going to say it. <laughs> oh, no! I was like, oh, man! <laughs> I was like, wait, wait. I you got... Okay. It's, uh, he's from Donkey Kong. It's King K. Rule, or who I like to call King Cool, because he is pretty cool with the K. Just like my name. Yeah, so, you know... Pretty cool character. I didn't expect that. I actually did not expect that. I just thought that they had the four characters. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. loved this reveal. I loved it. <laughs> like, the, the the troll job that they did with, with DDD at the end was hilarious. Right. And, and so, like, it's almost like Sakurai making fun of himself with it. And it's right. just, it's really funny. <laughs> right, right. And, you know, King K. Rool has been heavily, heavily requested. Um, you know, especially now that we have Ridley. I guess, mm-hmm. you know, um, I think really was more requested, but I, I always saw King K. Rool as a request that just was a little too out there, but man, just this shows you that Nintendo doesn't really care. You know, they can do whatever they want, and <laughs> it's awesome. Well, he's also another one that his moveset looks really cool. He's a, yeah. he's a big, heavy character with a boomerang-type crown and a super armor everywhere and a, a counter with his belly and all sorts of... Crazy stuff going on. Like, he looks really fun, actually. So, um, it's another character that I, I going in. I, you know, I, I saw people uh requesting him from time to time. Didn't really care that much, but now that I see it, yeah, I can buy it. That he fits. It, it works. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And in two more characters to add to the villain side of of you know gaming, we have a uh, Dark Samus and King K. Rool. I, I think that's good. You know, it balances things out. Yeah, for sure. And they actually they did that little uh. Almost that little villains montage leading up to that. I thought that was kind of a, a neat little trailer for it, where they're showing right. uh, Mario fighting against Bowser and uh, Samus fighting against Ridley and that kind of thing. And I thought it was, I, I just thought that whole trailer was really well done. Yeah, no, seriously, it's oh man, cannot expect a better uh, direct, especially for Smash fans. But um, I, I do understand that there are people out there who may not be the biggest Smash fans, so. I mean, what do you guys think about that? Do you feel like it's a bit overwhelming for uh, more of the casual Smash fans? What do you guys think? I, I'm I'm extremely biased, and oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm just gonna say that to try to take the the power away from it. Uh, I think it's warranted because I think Nintendo really has two big games this winter time. <laughs> um, it's really the the Pokemon Let's Go, which has had its own directs and we'll probably get another one, and right. the Smash Brothers, and that's pretty much it. They're, I'm, and that's I'm not saying that that's all that they have. You know, we just had an episode about what could they do with with game updates and and games to make the online service look good, and I believe all that. But let's be honest, Smash is the game this year. So the fact that it's getting yeah. this amount of attention, it makes sense to me you know personally i like seeing it because i I like these games i i do understand people who don't 
uh, really get into Smash, and, and this was a bit much. For those people, I definitely expect another Nintendo Direct in about a month. They almost have one every September, so right, right. it should yeah. come very soon. Yeah, and, you know, a lot of people that I would talk to from friends to coworkers, you know, they just they talk about Smash. They always talk about, oh, look, the new Smash. Have you guys seen this new Smash? Holy shoot, the new Smash! And it's like, what? Oh, man, like, it's... It really, there's so much hype from it, and uh, it's uh, it's crazy. But, yeah, hopefully we'll get some more details on the other games. Actually, one of them, uh, Super Mario Party. I am pretty interested in hearing more about that, especially from the last Direct, which was really cool. And, yeah, just, um, just going to see how it is. But for now, just got to wait for another, about four months. Yeah. Oh, can't, can't wait. <laughs> Nice. And you know what? I, I mean, I see it if, if you're not too enticing to Smash Brothers. And I mean, to be honest, even to us uh, that play it, it can be a little bit overwhelming with so many characters mm. and so many things in different modes. But the way I see it, Smash is like a celebration of gaming, more specifically Nintendo gaming. So as long as you're a Nintendo fan of either a couple of their series or many of them, Smash has something for you in, in one way or another. I mean, they always have either returning content or new content for the franchises that you love. So there's, I think there's something here for everybody. Yeah, I think it's important. Uh, so I, I guess the keyword is accessibility, you know, for, for people who are not as into Smash as the hardcore fans. I think that, you know, like you said, there is, I think everyone can grow to like this kind of game. And I think that's very paramount, you know, for, for Smash because, you know, I, in, in human nature, I think there's there's a certain times where you just want to be able to duke it out and you know just have that that sort of healthy competition, that friendly like boom boom pow, you know like uh, referencing from a song. But anyway, it's it's just it really is like you said a celebration and probably the most accessible game that people can learn to grow and love in the, in Nintendo history, in my opinion. Right. Yeah, I can I can see it. The, the flip side of that is that this game has it's it's gonna release with something like seventy something characters. Yeah, it's going to release. We just found out in this direct if they're not if they're not uh, lying to us about the number, it's going to release with a hundred and three stages, which is <laughs> the next highest is fifty six, and that was Smash Wii U. <laughs> right. Yeah. That is ridiculous, and and. I've I've seen some comments about hey that's kind of intim- eh, intimidating to newer players um or people who are just kind of casual fans. Yes it is. This game has so they they mentioned this game has 28 hours of music in it. Yes. Oh like my goodness. you you consider a game a pretty good value prospect when it has 28 hours of gameplay. Like right. It, it's ridiculous. This is this that, is that's a, a holy shoot right there. It's a yeah, holy shoot. This is among the the largest, craziest, most insane game developments I've ever seen. Mm. I don't really know exactly what they're doing or why they're doing. Well, I know why they're doing it. It's, it's because it's they've they've lost their minds and, and decided just to go off the deep end. But yeah, man, this game is gonna release as you know they called it Smash Ultimate, and calling it Smash Ultimate carries a lot of weight with that because the series is you know it's it's been around for a long time it's really revered it's played multiple games at tournaments you know melee still going right. strong we used going right. strong yeah 
there was a for a time there was a it's still around there was a mod of brawl called project m that was played in tournaments that people actually right. like the game the the smash players actually modded the game to, to make a whole new one like this series carries so much weight with it so calling a game in this series ultimate uh it takes some guts and it takes some you know okay prove it and man are they <laughs> Like, right and, and you know <laughs> most of the content it's unlocked from the start which is even it, it adds way more to the intimidation factor i think yeah luckily they're they're shielding us from all the characters at the start like there is going to be a character unlock period but they they flat out said hey there's no unlocking of stages right which <laughs> they're doing that and for for the tournament scene i'm i'm going to extend a, a thank you to the development team for doing this uh, because you can't I can't even count the number of times I've played on a setup in tournament that did not have all the legal stages unlocked uh, so oh. that they've done a few little tweaks here and there that are very clearly for the competitive side right and, and they're a little sneaky and <laughs> we're catching them and it's awesome so that's one like the fact that if you really really want to have a tournament on dracula's castle because you're insane or something then you're going to be able to out of the box you won't have to go hit the sandbag four thousand feet in in home run contest or something first <laughs> right? right so there's no no skill gap there you know you will have to unlock characters however they do that well i mean that's the fun of it though i mean you don't you don't just want to have all the characters unlocked I think that it's, there is some sort of fun factor in, in being able to, like, oh, wow, get to unlock this character, unlock that one. When do I unlock King Cool? I mean, King K. Rule. I, I like to call him King Cool for some reason, but... <laughs> yeah, I'm but yeah, interested anyway. to see how the unlocking works. I, I like yeah. that... Uh, I like that gameplay loop of you do something and you get characters for it, and then you have all these new cool characters to try out. You know, they've already confirmed right. that the starting roster is the starting roster from Smash 64, so we've all played... I mean, right. At least most of us yeah. have played all those characters. <laughs> I'm good to go from this yeah. time. <laughs> ready to go, ready to go. Right. So then they're gonna basically ease us into the game with characters that you know, inherently we know, and then have this gameplay loop of unlocking new characters. I'm I'm wondering whether they're gonna let us choose which ones we want, which would be kind of interesting, or whether mm. they're gonna stick to the um the set order that they're starting and, and you know you right. unlock all the melee characters then you unlock all the brawl characters the only reason i would think that they're not doing that is that means all the really hype newcomers would be the very right. last characters that you right. unlock and i just don't right, see yeah. it. <laughs> right uh, maybe mm -hmm. I, who knows they're insane yeah you know and actually i just wanted to bring up this one point so you know you guys know about the final smash uh there 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 was a and I could be mistaken, but I believe that there are weaker versions of the Final Smash. Now, with that being said, is there a chance that such this option, such as Notion, could be a viable format in tournament play? You know, because it, it, well, in my eyes, with the Final Smash, it is very OP, or for those who don't know, overpowered. And I, I feel like maybe, you know, if you're able to, you know, when you're as you're playing, you're able to pick up maybe some sort of weaker final smash and be able to if you're able to dodge it with skill, you know, is it is it legitimate to say, hey, this could be we could somehow integrate this in a, into a viable format for tournament play? What do you guys think about that? I mean, the the important part there is that it's charged in, in like a meter system. 
Right. So the problem with the Final Smash is so far, and the reason that they're not legal is the same reason items are not legal in that you can't control the timing or the location that they appear. So mm-hmm. it can drastically favor the match for one person, character, whatever, at random. Right. And as soon as you have that, then you've kind of lost the competitive viability of, of the game as it as it were, right? Right. Pretty much, yeah. So if you're telling me now I can actually do something to build this powerful move, I don't see a problem with it. Like, mm-hmm. there's really, mm-hmm. you know, Street Fighter has that now. Right, right. That's that's right. Yeah. Right. So that system is being used in other fighting games that I would call pretty healthy, and now they've added it to Smash. Now we're gonna have to see exactly how it how it gets built, the meter that is, um, and we're gonna have to see what the final smashes really do look like. But from what I could tell, it's really not the like the one hit kill moves or right. anything like that. So right. it's just a powerful move that you get for as a perk for doing X Y Z. I don't see a problem. Yeah, I just think this direct uh, for me as as somebody who really really likes this series, this direct was maybe my favorite Nintendo direct ever. Uh, just and, and there's a few that are way up there, so you know this is it's it's definitely near the top of the list. Just because they hit almost everything they could have done right, like the game looks good from a casual point of view. It looks good, looks amazing from a roster and and content point of view. It looks Absolutely. good from a competitive point of view. It looks like they're doing the right things. Right. Mm-hmm. Like little things like having you select the stage before your character is huge. Like a yeah. savable, savable rule set so I don't have to change it to stock 50,000 oh. times over the course <laughs> of this game, right? <laughs> yeah. Like oh, I don't want to understate yeah. how nice that is. And, and it's cool to see them. I, I have this theory that, that – so Sakurai has been – kind of the driving force behind these games and he has a very specific way of, of doing things and, and the way he likes to balance games and, and what he likes to include in that kind of thing and the reason Ridley and K. Rule and the like weren't in the game is because he didn't see it and and that's pretty clear with this game I kind of see him just going you know what fine you want this let's do it let's do it go ahead here's your game have fun and <laughs> It's it's shocking me actually a little bit. It's not at all what I expected, and I love it. Like it's this entire the way they're approaching this to me is one hundred percent the right way to do it. And man, I I'm really looking forward to it. This direct blew me away. Yeah, you know, at this point, I expect Waluigi now. (laughs) Based on how things are going. Oh. I expect Gino. Like we've been asking for Gino since Melee, <laughs> yes, and Gino. I had oh. almost written him off as an as a possibility ever, uh, until they put a freaking costume in Wii U for Gino. And oh. Sakurai, Sakurai was quoted, and I'm not sure if this was actually an actual actual quote or not, but it's it's traveled around that he liked Gino. Ooh. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I I I could see it. Like everything is uh, is being thrown yeah. at the wall this time, and yeah. hey, bring me Banjo Kazooie, bring me Gino, right, right. <laughs> bring me I I don't know Rex from Xenoblade, like just everybody. Let's let's go. You hear that, Mister Sakurai? Uh, as you, we have three tremendous Smash fans uh, requesting profusely for Gino. <laughs> <laughs> 
So shout out to Sakurai if he listens to his podcast. If he does, oh, he um, does. We lo- he does. Oh, sweet. There yeah, he go. wrote <laughs> in on the on the music challenge thing. So, oh, oh, sweet. Yeah, he sent oh, us twenty eight hours of music. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, there you go. Uh, we we love you. <laughs> Just have to say that. Uh, yeah. So. Oh goodness gracious! Holy shoot! <laughs> if I could say that forever, like I would for this game, man. But oh goodness gracious! I I just why can't it be December? <laughs> oh, we'll get there, and we got some good okay. games coming up before then. That that's true. I mean, Overcooked Two just came out yesterday, so I don't oh, it's just... good too. Oh my goodness! <laughs> I I just got it yesterday. I did not play it yet. Ah, oh, goodness. It's play. really good. That's cool, man. All right, so uh, any final thoughts on the the direct before we get on? Oh, I mean, it was amazing, and you know, they like they always do. They always say, you know, they they don't reveal everything. There's there's still more secrets coming. We don't know about a certain mode that they kind of blurred out, and we don't know much about the single player, even though we know there's gonna be bosses. So yep. it's looking mm-hmm. really good, and and there's still a lot more to these ultimate. Oh man, it's just I I need to drink some water for this man. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, my water is not five feet away from me, it's literally a foot away, so you know, exact calculations right here, so I'm good to go. <laughs> that's good, that's good. That's optimal reaching range there. It it sure is. If it were five feet away, you know, then I have to like get up from my seat, I gotta walk over, grab the bottle, come back, and then drink it. And then, ah, that's like 20 seconds wasted. Anyway, with that being said, I think it's time to do, do, do the next half of the podcast, which is talking about potential ultimate editions of games that we want to see, that we want to feel, that we want to hear. Heck yeah, man. So with that being said, let's start with Sergio. We want to start with you. Uh, What kind of series or games you think is worthy of the ultimate edition yeah sounds good so you know we're getting smash and smash is just sort of redefining what ultimate is you know we've had a couple of really big compilations um a couple on the nintendo side as well i'm thinking mm-hmm. rhythm heaven mega mix for the 3ds uh recently another 3ds game which is wire War gold which is kind of you know it has some new content but it's mostly a mix of the best mini games of the series and I think one that would be really awesome, but it might be too much work, I, I guess. But you know what? If Smash is doing it, I can see this one. Mario Kart Ultimate. Ooh. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. Man. So imagine all... I, I kind of did a count and, you know, I might have missed some because there's been some uh, remade courses already, but I counted 132 courses in total. So imagine <laughs> that. <laughs> Dang. Imagine that with all the characters that have been released or that have been part of the Mario Kart series. And, you know, if we're going to do a, if we're going to go all out, let's, let's make them all look like they look in Mario Kart 8. Beautiful graphics. No, that'd be awesome. Uh, Would you, would you have a a, a toggle to turn off the, the double dash, double character mechanic? Yeah, there would have to be a way to, you know, implement all the different little features of every game and, they would have to do a lot of work on old stages, you know, to bring them up to standard and to, to add new elements. Um, I'm also thinking it would include battle mode and all the different 
ways that you can play battle mode because sometimes they change it up and that would include all the battle mode courses as well but yeah every mode you know even mission mode from uh, mario kart ds every piece of mario kart content if they could just compile everything and put it into a single game i think it would be too much for a single 60 dollar game they would have to be some sort of a lot of dlc or like a subscription uh, type of thing but I think mm -hmm. if any series besides Smash Brothers can do it, I think Mario Kart is definitely a, a great candidate. I mean, 132 courses, that sounds so awesome. Imagine a, a tournament, one race on every track in a row. That would be awesome. Oh, man, it would be, <laughs> it would be amazing. And, like, honestly, I am, I, I am a true supporter of just someday, just someday having – a legitimate Mario Kart tournament format. You know, I've, 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 I don't know if you guys have heard me talk about it. I've championed the idea. You know, I've, I've talked about here and there about how if we have the right set of items, you know, for, for, for the tournament format, I think it'd be a viable way to showcase who is truly, you know, the best players in Mario Kart and, and have like a healthy competition, you know, all around the world. Because as we all know, with Mario Kart, you know, there's always that that big luck factor in terms of, you know, being able to use the blue shells, being able to use the the bullet bills. But I mean, I think if they have a Mario Kart Ultimate, and you know, if they have like a really good tournament format, I mean, I don't even know which game I would play more: Smash Ultimate or Mario Kart Ultimate. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. I, you know, my hands are just like waving back and forth, trying to decide. You know which which I would weigh, and I just I I, I can't even I can't the, the thought of it I can't even fathom. So, it's oh goodness gracious, holy shoot! Yeah, uh. yeah. If any series is is kind of begging for the the Smash Brothers content treatment, it I I'd have to agree. Yeah, it's it Mario Kart would be way up there in that. Mm. I would love to see like item toggles like not just you know not not like you can turn on shells only or bombs only or anything like that i'd love to see individual item toggles you know right. you don't like the piranha plant item or, or something like that well you can turn it off you know you can play with right. only blue shells and super horns because why not <laughs> you know like to me that that series is kind of begging for that level of, of customization also if they did the smash ultimate thing of okay this is everything and more, you know, they could always do right. the, you know, the the dream of Nintendo Kart, you know, still call it Mario Kart, but have, you know, mm. be racing on, on Planet ZB, Zebes, whatever, however that's pronounced, <laughs> uh, be racing in Hyrule, which we have now, uh, but, mm -hmm. you know, all the different characters, give me, give me some Fire Emblem racers, you know, give me, <laughs> give me an actual Splatoon racetrack yeah, instead nice, of the, the yeah. battle, you know. They could really, really do some cool stuff with that. So yeah, I'd love to see it. I think I I've been trying to think what they would do for the next Mario Kart, and a, a content blowout actually kind of makes a lot of sense, to be honest. Right. You know, the only concern it, it takes a long time to make a Mario Kart. That's really why we only see one per generation. So, assuming Mario Kart Eight Deluxe was the sing the only one that the Switch is gonna get. Maybe the next system could come out with this amazing Mario Kart Ultimate. You know, they would have to play it right, and and like I said, the pricing might be something interesting. But I think a lot of people would be up for it. Sure. Yeah. I. I in and we we also have to wait for Mario Kart Tour, which is coming out. I'm actually not sure on the mobile. Right. I keep forgetting uh, about that. 
Yeah. I, I don't know why. I, yeah, I don't know. It's just like, you know, all this Mario Kart talk. I'm like, oh, man, Mario Kart tour, though. Like, dang it. <laughs> uh, holy shoot, guys. Holy sh- Well, with that being said, let's go to Daryl. Daryl, uh, what is your ultimate edition pick? All right. So I kind of went the same type route as, as Sergio did, and... I didn't. I didn't want to come up with a series of games that I thought, okay, I want a compilation of that. That's not ultimate. No, no, no. Mm. Ultimate is taking the series of games and combining everything from that series of games into a single game. And honestly, the one series that really, really comes to mind that I would love to see is, you know, it's a smaller, lesser-known series called Super Mario Brothers. Hmm. I would love, and and we already have, we have a Mario Brothers game with, at this point, thousands and thousands of stages in Super Mario Maker, right? I would love to see the next two-dimensional Mario game be Super Mario Brothers Ultimate, and actually be a 2D Super Mario Brothers game with everything that the series has, with a new... Uh, graphical style, but all the all the stages available, all the enemies, all the mechanics, everything available to you. I think that would be super cool. That is nostalgia overload. Oh man, that would be that would be amazing. Right. I mean, there's so much content, and like you said, <laughs> there's so much content already made in uh, Super Mario Maker, so they could even get all of that. Like, oh man, there's so much in. So you're thinking of of all the different ways that Mario can move and all the different special items and everything. Oh yeah. I mean, and you could even do some some crazy things by you take the games as is and and the movesets they has. So, I think if you took Super Mario World and then maybe you you added a power up or something that gives you a wall jump so you could do the new Super Mario Brothers stuff. I think mm-hmm. you could potentially come up with a single mechanic system that actually works for the entire game right that would be very difficult and it would be much easier for them to just be like okay here's a compilation of every mario game ever and that's that's more what i would expect but if you really want to go the ultimate mile there you know i'd love to see you know maybe in in some really good artwork or something so you have the same level structures as the original super mario brothers mario 3 super mario world that kind of thing in a new art style, along with all the new Super Mario Brothers content, I think to me that that would be an amazing game. That would certainly raise my eyebrows. <laughs> right, and I'm guessing you're you're maybe even thinking of multiple characters. You know, like the most recent games you can play as Peach and some of the Toads, etc. Yeah, it'd probably be broken just like those games are. But hey, let's bring it. I like it. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, definitely, we're not thinking of just combining all the games together it, it, this these ultimates that we're dreaming up they would take a lot of time and effort but they would create something really special it, it would and it's just a tribute to the fans who the fans like us who've been playing more yeah excuse me nintendo games for the longest time and grew up playing with you know all the beloved franchises which i will mention in my pick uh very soon you know you guys will like this one. F-Zero Ultimate. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I I, I know. Actually, I know. that's not a bad pick. This is the one time that you should have used that. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. But you know what? I, I 
I'm, I'm sorry. I, I, I apologize. <laughs> I am not going to talk about F-Zero Ultimate made for another day. Although that would be really awesome. But And I say that because I want a new F-Zero. I mean, excuse me. I want a new F-Zero game, and it will be great. <laughs> I don't know why I whispered there. I, I just, uh And, oh, not F-Zero. I'm talking about Pokemon yeah. Oh man, like oh, wow. okay. having all the, yeah, like having all the the regions like Kanto, Hoenn, Johto, all that, and Sinnoh. I I, I can't believe I'm blanking out on the regions. Anyway, so <laughs> and all the other regions that he absolutely <laughs> remembers. There you go. <laughs> yeah, I absolutely remember <laughs> Unova. Oh, okay, there we go. And that that one from X and Y that I didn't play. Uh oh, I did. I, I'm sorry, I did not oh, play X no, and Y. You, that, that's oh, good. That's no, good. no, no. <laughs> Uh, because I didn't have a 3DS at the time, I know excuses. But anyway, so I would think it would be awesome to have a Pokemon Ultimate because, you know, over the years I've heard from different people saying, "Oh, wouldn't it be cool to have like all the regions, Ash Ketchum, and travel from region to region, and then once you you become the the champion, or depending on how well you do, and or regardless, being able to enter the the Victory League." Um, or yeah, Champions League. I I I can't I can't believe I forgot about the exact term. Anyway, so <laughs> be able to do that and then be able to bring your high level Pokemon, bring it back to Professor Oak, and then start a new adventure in the Orange Islands or you know Johto. I think that'd be really awesome and be able to discover Pokemon that are you know that are in within that region. So you'll see the second gen in like, Johto. I think that'd be really great. I am very well aware of the Let's Go Eevee and Let's Go Pikachu games that are coming out later this year. Also, supposedly 8th generation uh, for next year. Right. Cross my fingers. It, but, you know, I think having the Pokemon Ultimate would be a great way to celebrate the Pokemon series. And, you know, for me, it would be... Oh, goodness gracious. I, I don't... I don't even know how much t- how I can find the time to play all these games, man. I, I still have to finish Xenoblade Chronicles too. Like it's it's insane. <laughs> oh my goodness. Anyway, well, you did something cool there. You you almost made it so it is kind of a compilation game, but it's not because you're literally the person traveling between the areas. So yeah, that, that's actually kind of interesting. Yeah, it's cool because then you know I watched I watched the anime uh, for for a long time. Well, until the the seventh generation. And just, you know, seeing Ash go from place to place and never aging because he's always, like, what, 10 or 12 years old. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of like the Peter Pan. Um, But anyway, and just, you know, being able to relive those moments where you're able to travel with companions and then be able to... Every time you go to a new region, you bring them to a professor that you really trust 122% of the time. I don't know why 122, I just thought of it. And, yeah, it's just... But it would obviously take a long time to oh, make this sort of game to make like, it you... to play <laughs> i gotta uh, say i do want to relive all the moments that ash lost tournaments that'd be great yeah because you know it's just <laughs> it's it's the theme of battling <laughs> adversity <laughs> he never but, wins yeah well i i know i know but i mean i, I think in that sort of space i'm going to justify that it is extremely hard but when we're playing it in the, on the game boy and on the the 2ds 3ds i mean excuse me on the handheld it 
I, I guess uh, it's it's a lot different. But anyway, Ash Ketchum will always live in my heart as the <laughs> the the people's champion, the Pokemon <laughs> almost master. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> the rock of Pokemon. That'll work. The rock of, we'll go with the that. Rock of Pokemon. That's right. The rock of Pokemon. Yeah. And um, also, also Brock because he's awesome. Anyway, so that would be my pick, Pokemon Ultimate. Nice. You yeah. know, uh, an easy way for them to do that, and I think the, the way most people would expect it, is, you know, you start from Kanto, you move to Johto, et cetera, and you keep going. And right. that could work. But I'm thinking, what if they do, you know, you start wherever, and then at some point in the story, oh, we have to go to Hoenn for whatever reason, and hey, while I'm here, let me get a couple of the batches here. And then just mix and match all the different areas, and of course, the the game, the story is going to be a much longer. Maybe it is time for Pokemon to go past level 100. They could go, I don't know, up to 500. Whatever they need to allow you to play in all the areas and get, you know, eight batches times however many many generations we have. That would be amazing. That's actually an interesting way to put it because, you know, the standard convention is to, you know, get all the eight badges in one region and then, you know, become a champion and then go to another region. So I think that would be a great uh, spin, a good change right. of pace to the series. And, you know, for me, I don't know about you guys, but for some reason I really, really like the Lavender Town first-gen uh, theme song, even though it's creepy as oh, yeah, it was. <laughs> it's like, ba, 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 ba. And it, it, just like I had one night long time ago I was playing, and I, it was just like I had, like, the lights shut off and – well, except one lamp, and then I would just be playing on the Game Boy, and then I I literally got spooked out. I'm like, oh my gosh, holy <laughs> shit! What's five feet away from me? What's five feet away from me? <laughs> no, I mean, <laughs> I didn't say that when I was in fourth grade. No, but you know, for real though, it ah, uh, yeah, goodness gracious, that that tune, it was creepy, but I liked it so much. Yes. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I I can't describe it. <laughs> oh man. All right, Sergio, you got another one. You know, I kind of did, but it's more of a cop out, and I don't, I don't want it. <laughs> oh, it's <laughs> when too I, late. <laughs> when I think about it, and in a way, they already made it, also. So it's, you know, <laughs> who knows? But the way Nintendo does things, you know, this could happen. So I was thinking, Mario Party Ultimate. Mm, okay. You know, recently, recently we got um, Mario Party Top One Hundred on the 3DS, and. Nobody kind of really wanted that. Everybody wanted a, a, either a brand new Mario Party for the Switch, which we're getting, or a compilation on the Switch. And I think they could do it. You know, I'm, I'm thinking they could focus on the console versions of the games. Mm-hmm. There's, you know, at least 10 of those. And get all of those mini games and all of the boards. There's usually about at least six per game. So that would be at least 60 boards and about... 600 minigames if they're able to optimize all of them and, you know, make them work on the Switch and with the different controller options. You know, it could be nice. And as always, we want online play on that one. <laughs> but <laughs> in in a way, it, like, it's easier to do this one than a Mario Kart Ultimate, but I just don't know if there's a market for it, you know? You know, honestly, and I can sort of see why they did it this way, but... I was very surprised that the Mar the Mario Party Top 100 mini games was not going to be on the Switch. It's only on the 3DS. I mean, what do you guys think about that? Like, do you think it's justifiable that they did it that way? Um, no, I mean, no, yeah. no, no. I I was against that. I, I still kind of am. 
I, I am too. Because oh, I thought yeah. I thought that that game could have like I've been you know I I've been asking for that type of game for a long time because there are a lot of really good mini games kind of scattered throughout that series. Yes. Yeah. In yeah. that I thought it would have been really cool and and fairly simple for them to do to actually involve their fan base and say hey we're gonna put out a vote and you guys vote for oh, your favorite mini games right and we're gonna include two. 100 300 four, you know however right. many but you guys you guys are deciding which mini games you want in there which boards you want in there you guys yes. make this your perfect mario party i think that that could have been a really cool advertising play uh specifically for the switch instead they decided to make it <laughs> one of the the kind of go home game go home games on the 3ds which nobody it, it's this is probably an oversimplification but nobody really seemed to care <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. and that's kind of sad because I thought they did something pretty cool, actually. Yeah, your your idea makes so much sense that it's the kind of so much sense that Nintendo doesn't. They will never ever do that. <laughs> <laughs> right. Nintendo, why? That's okay. We love. Yeah. Uh, oh, right. Uh, uh, I'm gonna step back. Yes, we do. We do. <laughs> don't 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 hurt me. <laughs> I'm just being a very caring fan because. Oh well, once again, the the one series that they seem to not be acting the same way in is Smash Brothers, where they actually had the poll mm-hmm. where they asked people to write in, and somehow Bayonetta won that. So um, maybe that's a terrible idea, and I should just retract <laughs> all of that. Yeah. <laughs> you never know. Oh man. All right, so uh, I think. I've been kind of waffling on on exactly which game series I wanted to include in this. Uh, there's a a couple cop outs I could use myself. One of them is is actually a series I discussed last week, which is Advance Wars. I really, really would like an Advance mm-hmm. Wars Ultimate because right. that game it's kind of made for that. Honestly, like there's a lot of right discrete maps. There's a lot of discrete commanding officers that all have their own powers. And things like that, and combining that into a single game would probably end up with a game with like, you know, seven eight hundred maps or something in it, right? Yeah, pretty pretty easily. And I would I would be there. Like, yes, I would buy that game. So I think I think that would probably be my favorite choice of of all the games. Is is an Advance Wars mm-hmm. Ultimate. <laughs> Not I I don't know how much hope I have for that kind of game, but I, I I'd, I'd be there. I I have the same amount of hope for Advanced Wars as I do with F Zero. Sadly, uh, I really do like Advanced Wars. It's I I remember playing on the GBA. Man, it was definitely one of my top five games on the GBA or excuse me, series on the GBA. And oh goodness, well we're getting War Group coming soon. I mean that's gonna be exciting. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. I mean, at least in your case with F Zero, another series didn't actively kill you. Yours is just <laughs> dormant, right? <laughs> oh man, that is, that is, in the, yeah, that's that's true. But anyway, you know, I'm Nintendo. I'm still hoping <laughs> for a new F Zero game. Oh. Hello and welcome to the Nintendo F Zero podcast. <laughs> <laughs> someday, someday, uh, someday, someday. <laughs> uh, okay, okay. I have, I have one more pick. If it's cool with you guys, I got one more pick. Sure. And again, it's not, <laughs> it's not F Zero Ultimate. It is actually Golden Sun. You know, Golden Sun okay. has been. Have you guys played Golden Sun before? Oh yeah. 
Yes. Mm-hmm. All three. Sadly. <laughs> I, I too played all three. Uh, same here. The first two and the third. Anyway, so the Golden Sun series was really one of those, you know, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, uh, made from Camelot, who made Mario Tennis Aces and all that. So, yep. Right. So that being said, they, it, it's a great, you know, JRPG, you know, beautiful story for the first two, uh, <laughs> first two ones. And just, you know, with the system, the way you fight, the music was awesome. And, you know, they used the, the gen, the little oogly goobly thingamabobbers, you know, those <laughs> guardian things. I, I, I can't believe I, 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 that's how I'm going to them. Okay, oogly, googly, thingamabobbers. You know, these little <laughs> creatures that... No, that's accurate. You use. Okay, that's accurate. All right. All right, so remember, folks, that's how you call them. Oogly, googly, thingamabobbers. The, the technical term. <laughs> <laughs> the technical term. So I, I think it would, have, it, would be, it would be awesome to have an ultimate edition of Golden Just, you know, personally for me, it, it, it really was one of those RPGs that I thought was, was really high quality. And actually, one of my close friends from home... You know, he's not a big RPG kind of guy, but loved Golden Sun. And I asked him, well, that's interesting. Why do you like Golden Sun uh, so much? Because he never really, he didn't really play Final Fantasy or Chrono Trigger and all that. But he pretty much said that, you know, it it, it was just overall a really good game. Then he just got caught into the story and the music and the oogly googly thingamabobbers. And <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. Well, the first two games of the the series did the story really interesting in that it, it, it was yeah like it, it kind of the first game just kind of stopped all of a sudden like right. you you mm-hmm. beat this boss and you're about halfway through the game and then the credits roll yeah. and that's that's yeah. it <laughs> it's a big cliffhanger yeah and then the next game was just the second half basically yeah and the next game you start out playing the bad guy from the first game so the guy that you're chasing down trying to yes. stop him yes. you're playing as him and then at some point, I mean, spoilers of a very old game at this point, but at some point, the two parties actually meet up, and you have eight characters in the second game that you can switch out of your party pretty much at will during battles, things like that. It turned out really, really well, both in a story point of view and in the battles, and I, I liked what they did a lot. And, you know, just building on what you said, I think the theme of two sides to a coin is very prominent here, especially in real life where... You know, like say World War One, World War Two. You know, you you can't really say that you know one side is super bad, the other side is super good. I mean, it depends on your perspective um, and depending on where you were at the time, um, who you supported, and 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 which side you were on. You know, you it, each each side was fighting for their own ideals, and in in Golden Sun, it was this it was pretty much the same motif. You know. One, you have one side who was trying to, you know, fight for what they thought was good, you know, to stop all the lighthouses from being lit. And then the other side, you, they were like, oh, well, we have to light up all these lighthouses. Right. And and both sides were literally trying to save the world by their decision. Right. And it's just, I, I feel like that's sort of, that concept is very strong and, and very relatable in, you know, today's world. And, and I, I feel like that is the reason, that's probably... One of the biggest reasons why Golden Sun has just been a very, just been a classic. And having an Ultimate Edition would just be further validation that 
such a great series. Uh, I mean, I mean, Sergio, what do you think about that? No, definitely. You know, if you play those games today, you could maybe think that, oh, you know, they just made a game and broke it into two. And that's how right. we got Golden Sun 1 and 2. But for those of us that played it while the games were coming out, we definitely know that's not the case. It's just designed so well and so cohesively that you can almost say that. And, and it's kind of true in a way. It's just so well designed. And it would be awesome to, you know, be to have it be remastered and combined Golden Sun 1 and 2 and, you know, um, add extra features as well. My only concern, as I'm sure we all know, <laughs> you know, how do we how do we tie in the the Golden Sun three? That's the problem. <laughs> There's a Golden Sun three? Oh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you know, that, that would be that would be the easy way to to. Yeah, say. Way. No, I, I'm I'm sorry, Camelot. I'm sorry, I did not mean to say that. I kind of uh, feel like we're becoming the uh, the Indiana Jones fan base right here oh no like there's oh, no, no crystal skull movie right <laughs> like what like what are you guys talking about <laughs> uh, no actually i mean, i thought the third game was okay i thought it was underwhelming because they they kind of time warped it a little bit and you're you're playing as the son of the protagonist from the first game which right. i didn't think that they had to do i thought that there was more story yeah. that they could have told with the same characters in uh, frankly, the the characters you met in the second game or in the third game just weren't as good. They weren't as no, interesting. Very forgettable. Yeah, oh, uh, yeah, like offhand, I can remember one of their names, I think, and it's the literally the lead character. Uh, but I, you know, That's, the the mechanics were still good, and the game was still fine. It it was okay. It just didn't it didn't hold up to the standard that the first two games set, which was really high. Yeah. Uh, to be fair. Right, and also the difficulty was such a big difference. In Gordon Sun 3, there were just times where you don't even have to use your your gen. You just like use physical attacks and be able to overwhelm anybody. Oh or, yeah. Except the except the very last part of the game, but I, I just I just felt like for the most part the you know most of the game was just very. Uh, it just wasn't as challenging as the first two Golden Suns, which I thought did a great job in. An increasing level of difficulty as you went. So, yeah, you know, maybe the ultimate challenge would be making Ooh. three as good as one and two, and you that, know they, that, they could go. Yeah, for it. <laughs> <laughs> and and also finishing off the story because part three ends with sort of a question mark. Well, part part two did too. That part three did not answer. So there, there's a few holes mm. in that story that they just kind of left open. You hear that, Camelot? We're calling you out. Ooh, calling you out. Not from five feet away from a, uh, a thousand. I, I, I <laughs> don't know where they are, unfortunately. But we're calling you from a, a bunch of feet away. Please make an <laughs> ultimate edition. <laughs> yeah, you know, and, and with all three games combined, the way they could approach it, they could definitely tweak things to to make it more to make it flow better. Oh yeah. They're right. they're currently raking in. Uh, they're literally swimming in money from uh, Mario Tennis. So I don't oh, yeah. think that they're listening. Uh, <laughs> but if if they are, I, I I would love to see Golden Sun not be a dead series. Uh, I think yeah. I think they kind of got where they thought it was uh, in terms of it just wasn't very successful, and they just kind of let it go a little bit to the point that they actually removed Isaac from Smash. 
uh, he was an assist trophy and that that right. saddened me i i right wanted Man. i wanted him as playable for forever but yes you know it's it is what it is and i i hope that the series comes back in some way and even if that way is a a grand version of of what's currently there i would like that you know i'd yeah. be there it'll be it'll be great to use isaac in smash and he'd be able to have an attack where he could summon a a gin or an oogly googly thingamabobber. Or or his Ragnarok <laughs> attack, which is literally just a giant freaking sword from the heavens. <laughs> right. You know, I've always enjoyed that animation. You know, every yes, time I use it, yeah. it's like like <laughs> That's one of the coolest right. animations on the Game Boy Advance. It was so yeah. good. Yeah. It was so epic and just like made you want to like made you want to do things in life. I don't know. <laughs> <It's just> like, <laughs> it just makes you want to go outside and say, hey. I am the man I'm I am the, I, today because of a giant freaking sword from the heavens. That's right. I think it's what you just said. And that's right. Fair enough. Oh, man. But the Ragnarok's so good. Anyway, uh, you know, that's... Yep, there we go. Going, son. Camelot, we, we know you are raking in the cash on Mario Tennis Aces, but would like you to make... As, as a fan, uh, we would like you to... Make Going Sun Three better. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I'm, in, I'm in for your work on that. One. <laughs> I'm in for your work. This is just a constructive criticism. It is not a uh, in any way um, trying to denounce it. I just for us, we we really do care about the series, and you know, Going Sun Three. I mean, man, it was not up to the golden standard that the rest of the Ooh. series set. <laughs> there we go. There we go. It was not a bad game. It was not. No, yeah, Where that's why we're hard on it because we know what it could have been. Yeah. Oh man, I, I just, I, I can think like, what if they listen to this podcast and then they actually tweet us out, and I'm like, <laughs> oh shoot. <laughs> At man. Nintendo well, that, Jump on Twitter, just in case. <laughs> well, you know, we would gladly, uh, have a conversation. I think that'd be great because <laughs> you know, as Go and Sun fans, you know, it'd be really great, and hopefully, you can. Give them a, give the gin a nickname, the uh, oogly googly thingamabobbers. <laughs> uh, if you would like to trademark that name, I would I would charge ten percent. <laughs> Excuse me, fifty percent, fifty percent. No, I'm, no, I'm just kidding. It's uh, anyway. Well, there you have it, folks. We got the smash details out of the way. We also have our ultimate edition picks. I just want to before we end this podcast uh, to Daryl and Sergio, I just want to say. Really great job on the episode six from last week. You know, I listened to it in the car. I listened to it at home. I listened to it in the car again. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I really, it was, it was a, I really appreciate just the, the things you talked about with the 3DS. And, you know, personally for me, and I, I, I know this might be sad to say, I did not spend as much time on the 3DS platform as you guys, unfortunately. I did have a 2DS, which I played for a little bit. Uh, but, you know, after the Switch came out, I neglected my 2DS for a long period of time. Uh, but, however, it has regained some good loving from my friend, uh, David. Shout out to David. Uh, he he wants to play, you know, 3DS games, and I lent him my 2DS. So, I, th- I think he'll give give it quite a... You know, good time with the games. Well, there you go. Yeah, there you go. And and so that's awesome. And with that being said, 
like I said, you guys did a great job for episode six. And, you know, uh, thank you for holding down the fort uh, when I was away. And, yeah, just wanted to give you guys a public shout-out right there. So, Thanks. There we go. <laughs> We're glad to have you back, though. Oh, great. Thanks. I appreciate it. You know, it's good to be back. I do enjoy engaging in friendly banter in, in certain ways and being able to talk about what's five feet away from me or what's one foot away from me. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but more importantly, to be able to discuss games, I think it's always a, it's always a, it, it's awesome. It's a privilege and uh, it's, it's definitely, you know, one of these things where, you know, for, for you guys listening, you know, for me, it's not always easy to, you know, be able to, you know, go up and, and talk about these sort of conversations and have, it's it's nice it's nice to have these conversations where you're able to talk about games and for me it's it really is one of the most important things in my life I just want to say that right now oh, yeah. so sure. um, you know I, I definitely cherish it and uh, before we end this podcast this episode we're on Twitter at Nintendo Jump we're on Instagram as Nintendo Jump we're also on YouTube feel free to leave us a comment about the Smash Direct and or the Ultimate Edition picks that we have please leave us a review on your podcast application of choice. We would gladly appreciate it. And send us your feedback via social media or via email at nintendojumppodcast at gmail.com. Once again, this is Kevin. And on behalf of Daryl and Sergio, thank you for listening. And we hope you have a great week. See ya. Bye. Goodbye, everybody.